Yeah, so. Ten seconds of silence. Well, that's over now. <laughs> well, welcome everyone. 2022, dude. 2022, guys. It's been Zach. What has it been like? Five or six weeks since we were behind the mic. It's a long time. I can't remember. It's only been twice now. <laughs> I know, but you were with me the last time, and now we're in 2022, season three of the Apogee Fitness Podcast. Um. And we have a permanent new voice along with mine. We've got Zach Galloway. Whoa, what's up? Yeah, dude. Um, permanent. You well, hear that? You know, semi-permanent. It's official. Every, every year I feel like I'm getting these new co-hosts. I don't know if it's me or if it's uh It's a contract you signed. <laughs> <laughs> now, real quick before we start, I do want to give a shout out to Kevin. So like the last, what, five episodes or so, he's kind of been MIA. And it has nothing to do with anything but the fact that he's just a complete badass and out of town shooting like concert venues and sports venues for ESPN and all that. So we figured between my schedule of being in Spartanburg and Greenville in 2022, just kind of floating back and forth and him being in Anderson and always being away shooting all these photos, that it was time to just kind of separate and kind of move on. So that's what we decided to do. Kevin's still going to be around in the background, probably doing um, some podcast photos and uh, occasionally being a guest on here. But for now, we've got Zach Galloway for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Welcome, bro. Thanks. Officially. GVS alum. <laughs> Dude, can you believe it? What are the odds of two Grand Valley State University alumni being in Greenville, South Carolina, doing a podcast together? Ran the same circle for probably six years and didn't even know it. I know, I'm just a little, I'm just, I'm just a little older, you know, but it's whatever. So we've got Gordon Lake back on here. What's up, dude? Your guys' bromance is so thick right now. It it's is. Yeah. I, I love it. It's, it's real thick in here. I was looking, dude, and the last time you were in here was episode 10, okay. and I believe today is episode 42. That is amazing, man. Yeah. And when you said season three, that blew my mind. Yeah. So me and Justin started doing this, I believe, in the fall of 2019, which is crazy Did that we're already Did you expect it to go this long? I mean, I wanted it to. I, I'll, t- I'll say this. I I had different reasons for doing the podcast up front. It's not because I love talking. I do now. I genuinely missed being behind a mic for the last five weeks. That's awesome. So it was fun coming back in here, and I'm excited to get this one going, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I didn't really know what was going to happen. I just knew that podcasts were becoming a cool thing and I wanted to talk with people in CrossFit and successful people who are fit. So we just started doing it. Well, it's, they- a, it's a real interesting platform to get people to talk to you. Yeah. When you're inviting someone to like sit down and have a co- cup of coffee, some people are a little reluctant, but you're like, Hey, you want to be on my podcast? They're like, hell yeah, man. I- Sweet. When are we doing it? Yeah, absolutely. And I <laughs> pretty think, much the same thing. I think yeah. it's a cool tool, man. Like I just saw the upstate community just being, you know, pulled together in so many different areas, and I was like, all right, let's do a, let's do like an upstate podcast. Yeah. And again, the whole premise behind the podcast is not just CrossFit. It's to find successful people who have fitness in their life, because most people who are successful in all facets of life or various facets of life have some sort of fitness, whether it's CrossFit or um, Pilates or whatever, you know, marathon running, there's something that drives them outside of their success to be successful. I think it's cool too. Like from an outsider looking like the level of guests you've had has exponentially like taken off. Like the fact I'm like, okay, I was episode 10. There's a couple cool people from the episode. And I was like, Oh, like Daniel Dunlap was on here. Nick was on here. And like, 
oh, you know, JR was on here who's been to the games. Like, oh, there's been some pretty uh, big-time people on yeah, here. Yeah, it's been fun, dude. We've gotten, um, not to brag or any. okay, I'll brag a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've been listened to now in, I think it last I saw was 27 different countries. Jeez. All 50 states. And, um, yeah, so it's pretty cool. We're kind of getting out there. So you're basically an international star. No, not yet. But I will <laughs> be. I said. will be now with that guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, now I am. 60% of the time I am. Yeah, it yeah. works every time. <laughs> so I got a question. Wonderful. I was thinking about this on the way here. You know how it's been downpouring here in Greenville for, like, the last – well, the last two days have been nice, but prior to that, like, the last five days, it was just a complete downpour. I had terrible windshield wipers on my truck, so I just went to AutoZone. <laughs> I know, right? So I just went to AutoZone <laughs> yesterday, and I got new wipers. And it's like, wow, it makes a huge difference, right? So I was waiting like, nah, not yesterday. Like three days ago, I went and got new wipers. So I was like, damn it. Now it's been like two days of no, no rain. And I'm like, I just want these wipers. And then we got a little drizzle on the way here, and it got me thinking. Like I turned my truck off. And the wipers are still halfway up. Gordon, are you the kind of guy that has to turn the truck back on and put the wipers all the way back down? Or are you going to keep them halfway up? (laughs) I literally thought this was going to lead into, and our next sponsor, AutoZone. (laughs) That's right, that's right. Rain-X. Yeah, Rain-X. Man, I've got to turn the truck on and get the wipers down. What about you? Like 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care. Have you ever thought about it? I swear, there's got to be two different types of people in the world. The people who don't care, like Zach, and the people who have to. Got to come down. So do mine. I I cannot leave them up. Like if if I know it's going to freeze... I, I won't leave them standing. That's a they gotta true go Michigander right yep. there. True northerner. If, if it's yeah. real cold and it's like that, yeah. they got to come down because then you're peeling plastic or the rubber off your windshield. That's true, more. true. All right, so I want to stay on this topic real quick. Simple, simple pleasantries, right? Like, So that's like a first world pleasantry. Oh, most like definitely. New wipers, right? So let's just say I'm completely grabbing this out of my butt right now. Let's just say I gave you $100 million right now. And there was like a simple pleasantry in life that you could probably do right now without a hundred million dollars. But if you had a hundred million dollars, you would for sure do this thing every day. Like for example, for me, I was thinking about this the other day. This is something I could do every day right now, but I don't because I'm a normal person. And somebody with a hundred million dollars is not a normal person, right? I would think so. I mean, I've never had a hundred million dollars, yeah. but I feel like if I did. My life might be a little bit different than it is right now. Would that it, being though? said, that being said, <laughs> my simple pleasantry would be socks. I would want a new <laughs> so pair random. of socks. We're talking a hundred million. And he's I like, know. That's what I, I'm saying. Simple pleasantries that you could do. Yeah, you could too. do every single day right now if I wanted to. I could get probably a new pair of socks, but I don't, right? Because I'm normal. But like, <sighs> if I had if I had a hundred million dollars. And I wanted a simple pleasantry. I'd want a brand new pair of socks waiting for me on my bed when I got out of the shower every morning. I would go with a personal chef to cook every meal. Mm. So I never have chef. so I never have to cook again ever in my life. Yeah, that's a simple pleasantry. I'm on board with that one. Yeah. The chef I hate cooking. Yep. What about like new bed sheets every morning? 
or every uh, evening. I don't, I don't think I care that. about my bed sheets enough that much. I think socks are a close. Socks are third, yeah. yeah. Maybe. Like how awesome would that? I mean, maybe it's just because I've been wearing the same like fifteen pairs for the last two or three years. So. Maybe a haircut every day. I could go with a haircut every day. That would be nice. That would be nice. Yeah, a nice. I go like every, every two day. weeks. I know your hair looks pretty good right now. It does. Ooh, That's the fresh. first thing I said I know. to him when he came in. I was like, dude, your hair is looking good. So we, shiny. Like, There's a lot of dapper Dan in there. Sometimes I feel like we should do a live podcast so people can kind of see what we're talking about but yes you look very dapper right yes. now you're ready for miami if miami people have ready. never seen you boy i tell you what new co-host looking Woo. looking good folks yeah. got the face for radio <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure so zach are you excited about heading to Wadapalooza? heck yeah it's my first time going down so that'll be really fun to see a lot of these high level athletes compete in a different format instead of like it is serious for those that are competing at yeah. like the highest level but you don't usually get three elite men on the same team and just seeing them throw down against others. So it's cool. And then seeing the, what the Panchicks and the Smiths yeah. competing. Yeah. Like that's a fun. real cool opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of funny. There's so many people going from the upstate. It's yeah. more of like, who's not going. <laughs> I feel like it's I just going like, to be a big upstate party. Like what a great honor to see like so many gyms from the upstate represented there. Yeah. Like, yeah. All places, man. Yep. I mean, we have a phenomenal amount of athletes up here and then just to see you guys go down and represent so much. Like, it's, to me, it's like pride. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, heck yeah. yes, man. They're going to represent us. Yeah, it's going to be fun. We were all smart enough to do the qualifier to get out of the cold in January. Smart move. I know. That's why we did it. <laughs> I was like kind of – I. so Zach was in Michigan for Christmas break, and he sent me a text message of a picture. Maybe I just saw it on Instagram. I don't remember. I'd like to think he texted me. Yeah. <laughs> I showed the world my That's disgust. right. That's right, of the, of the snow. And part of me was like, man, I really wanted to snow down here for a little bit. And now it's like 30 degrees when we yeah. wake up in the morning the last couple of days. I'm like, all right, I'm ready for Miami. Yep. You're like, I'm ready for sun yeah. and uh, beautiful weather. Most definitely. For sure. So, Gordon, like I said, last time we talked to you, it was, what, what episode 10? Yeah. You hadn't Ages done ago. Fittest of the Upstate yet. You had just got it. I we believe. had just, yeah, yeah, you literally. just got it. Oh, yeah. just got it a couple months before. You and, you and Jen had just started planning, yeah. you know, and Annie had just started planning <clears throat> on what you were going to do. So we had Fittest of the Upstate 2021. It's been a minute. It's yes. been a minute, yes. I want to recap it a little bit. Okay. Just like, what do you think was an awesome win? What do you think was a complete fail if there was one? <laughs> What a a way to post that. A complete fail. (laughs) Yeah. Like what? In your own words. (laughs) Yeah. Who was the biggest surprise as far as athletes? Just kind of like unravel everything fittest of the upstate. Yeah. Briefly and then go on from there. So first of all, what did you think of the competition as a whole? So yeah. So leading into it. So I have never been a part of a competition that big of having to put something that big that had so many moving parts. And so being able to have like the best team was huge. Um, Annie. Jen, Danielle at the time, those girls are absolutely amazing. So I tell people all the time, like, they're the ones doing the work. I just have the vision and say, all right, let's try to figure this out. Um, overall, we were super overwhelmed with the gratitude from the Upstate community. I had so many people pull us aside um, and really just thank us. Number one, I think, for getting the community back together. Because at that time, it had been a minute. Um, they loved that. And they loved the fact that what we kept hearing was, they felt like it was worth something. They felt worth something. They felt like this was a high-level competition where they felt celebrated. So we love that. Um, and then just to see that many people, man, I did not expect that. Didn't expect that many vendors, sponsors, that many people to show up. You know, when you start this thing, you're like, man, I just hope I get like 10 athletes to show up. Right. And so <clears throat> when it was all said and done, and like a week had went by and I was able to, you know, sleep again, 
um, it just overwhelmed with gratitude. The Upstate community was just, they were great, man. Um, and then areas like, so we don't say failure because we're weird like that. We just say areas to improve. Sure. So I think the biggest thing is like you get such a high caliber of athletes together. You can't make every athlete happy. And so understanding that is just say, hey, we're going to do our best to set the expectation and then go from there. And then, too, you want to have as much time as you can. But sometimes like we learn that like, hey, look, you got three minutes to get this next workout ready to go. Mm-hmm. And when you've got 180 athletes, man, that's tough. And so as we plan for Fittest 2022, building in more time, building in kind of a different time domain so people can have more time between. So you can actually have athletes come and enjoy watching, you know, the elite men or the elite females. Not right. They've got to run, get ready and warm up. Right. That makes sense. So what kind of feedback as far as like athletes, direct feedback did athletes give to you? Like, was there a certain event that they loved? Was there a certain event that they hated? Um time domains anything like that Zach should you answer that question <laughs> yeah Zach you can you can yeah I mean I mean I was there you, yeah. you did compete yeah he, he goes I was there <laughs> <laughs> um well for me like there was good tests like you had the gymnastics test and the strength test for me I like the longer workouts you give me something that's like 24 minutes 30 minutes I, I like seeing people suffer in Agreed. their own agony so for me that's kind of like where I was like, oh, I kind of wish there was something longer. But like you said, you have 180 athletes to get in two days? Yeah. Saturday, was it Saturday, Sunday? Or? Yep, yep, Saturday, Sunday. You kind of have to right. play the cards you're dealt. Right. Um, I don't know how the female side of it was, but the guys, we all understand what everyone was putting in. So in terms of like how athletes interacted, how the judges were, like how that all went was awesome. Like that's what you want out of a competition because – as you get done, you all understand the work being put in, but three, two, one, it gets serious. Yeah. Right. And everyone showed high levels of, you know, competitive nature, but also being a decent human. Yeah. And that was, that was the biggest thing too. Cause it was great for us to see the high level of competition. Cause you would see, <clears throat> you'd see the guys and females cutting up as they're warming up. And then when they hit that ramp to get ready to go on, it was, it was night and day, but we got the most feedback on that knockout style workout. Cause you really haven't seen that style workout. We had the C2 bike, yeah, then the, the rope climb, climb and yeah. then the lunges. You hadn't seen that. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of a lot of people were like very scared. Like leading up to, we got several, several messages from athletes. I, I don't know if I can hit these legless rope climbs. And so I, as the director of it, I had to be very straightforward and said, hey, you've had three months to practice these. Yeah. I do not want us to tell you. We've even had a couple athletes the night before like, can you change it to regular rope climbs? And I'm like, look, that's insane. I, yeah. You're like, this is called fittest of the yeah, upstate, I'm right? Like, You're supposed to be one of the fittest yeah. people in the upstate. We're not changing. Yeah, this. we couldn't. Um, yeah. But Zach makes a great point. So one of the feedback was like the longer style workouts, which I'm a huge fan of. And so fittest 2022, one of our workouts is actually 28 minutes long. Awesome. Um, And so that was what we were just like, that's how, you know, to test all those energy domains. That's what it was. And so that's what I'm really excited about this coming years. Cause one is 28 minutes and it is just going to test you mentally and physically just leading into it more than you'd expect. Sweet, sweet, love it. Um, yeah, I think from just a spectator's point of view, everything flew or went very smoothly through transitions, I feel like, through different divisions. I think, personally, the thing I loved watching the most was watching the le- Legends and Outliers. Yeah, man. I thought that was, I was so impressed when I saw a 60 something year old lady or maybe 50 50 or older yeah. something women walking on their hands was that was that not I was amazing like, that was the number one most amazing thing yeah. it wasn't people throwing up 275 or whatever yeah. 300 it was these 
something 50 60 year old females walking on their hands so Laura, and not just like a little bit a lot of it yeah laura reardon out of spartanburg like amazing walk on her hands like it's nothing jen holly yeah. same thing and to me it's amazing because like i get to talk to all these women before they come in mm -hmm. you know and they're like i don't i don't know how good i'm gonna do i don't know about this and then they get out there and they absolutely crush it right and you're like you're doing amazing like you're setting the standard for what these other elite females want to be 20 years from now so that's what i love seeing you know that age has not defined them they're right. getting better and we were talking about that prior to even starting the podcast how everybody seems to be getting better no matter what age you are and i think that's just because people are dedicated to what they're doing and um the more you do something the better you get at no matter what age so yeah. I, I feel like age can't define people when it comes to fitness I don't think that's an excuse. Well, I think you have, and Zach and I have talked about this, like if you've got the right coach and the right programming, they're going to cater it to volume control so you can have longevity in the sport and they're not running you into the ground. Mm -hmm. And once you sort of taste the Kool-Aid, it's real hard to like just be like, you're done. Like I'm just going to walk away from CrossFit. <laughs> like I feel like most people that are truly involved with CrossFit would have a real hard time walking away no matter how old they are. Right, yeah. and that's the thing. I mean, I think you've seen some people kind of walk away, but they always come back. Mm -hmm. You know, they're like, all right. I'm ready to start fitnessing again. Yeah, it will even pan check coming to Waterpalooza. You're like, wait a minute, I thought you were you done. can't get out of it. Yeah, Scott, now you're right back here. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he's done. Oh heck no, that guy's amazing shape. Yeah, heck no, he's not done. He's he's still. I think he's going indie this year. That'd be cool. I really think so. I don't know. We'll see. Um, hopefully, we'll get him on the podcast this year. He said he was going to do it last year, and then he was busy with mayhem and then mayhem <laughs> fell through and then yeah. i think he had a he kid went, last year too kid, yeah and so doing a couple things silly hopefully yeah. He'll, he'll come <laughs> on. But yeah i'm very interested to see how this year pans out for him but yeah okay so let's talk big game crossfits here so we've got the big announcement of crossfit letting go dave castro oh we're just gonna do him like that we had the i know with we were talking about the fittest, and we're, we're like... We're talking about athletes in we, there, too, right? And we're going we, <laughs> to circle back. I want to circle back to fittest when we start talking about fittest of 22. We're going to circle back here. But, I, yeah, we'll circle back. Let's we'll talk about Castro. But I want to know how, as an affiliate owner, when you saw that news, waking up to that news that morning of Dave Castro being fired, like, do you, as a affiliate owner, did that affect you in any other way other than, a, like... For me, I'm a fan, right? So yeah. like, oh man, that sucks. Like I've been around CrossFit since what, 2010, 2011. Um, so I feel like he's just part of the grassroots and an integral part of CrossFit. So as a fan, obviously it makes me really sad, but from a business standpoint and an affiliate owner, do you feel like it's gonna have any impact on CrossFit going forward? Not outside of the games, but CrossFit yeah. in general. So like, that's a great question. So like when the news launched, like as a business owner, 95% of my community inside my gym has no idea who Dave Castro is. Mm -hmm. um, so CrossFit's going to continue to go on. Um, CrossFit at SVO continue to go on. Now from the sports side, I 100% think the sports side will be affected because to your point, Dave, what I love about Castro was Castro's a character mm -hmm. and he plays a character and he knows he plays a character, but also too, Castro was who he was. He was an authentic person. Um, he told it like it was. Um, he had great relationships with the athletes. And then too, I thought he was a staple in the CrossFit Games. Part of me watching the CrossFit Games was to see what he was going to do. Yeah. What he was going to program. Even the year back, I think it was in 2020, when he made him do the trail run again and Frazier flipped him off. Everyone is going to remember that time that Casher goes, now turn around and do it again. Right. And so he brought a spectacle to the sport that I think is going to be very, very hard to top. Um, and I think every sport 
has to have somewhere that's a face of the UFC. You've got Dana White. Mm -hmm. And so if they don't have it, I I think they're going to struggle on that. And I think, too, the sport in general is going through growing pains in our new management and leadership. Um, And maybe they're trying to take a turn more for a corporate side to actually grow the sport to that. Who knows? Um, People have asked me my opinion. I tell them, I'm sure there's a story to it. But at the end of the day, I'll support CrossFit and what they're doing. Um, The sport, I'm going to support it. I just hope they get someone as cool as Dave, if that is even humanly possible. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that they're actively trying to grow CrossFit, not only as a brand, but as a sport. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think you see that in the, you, you saw that probably in the NFL back in the 50s and 60s. Um, you saw that in NBA um, in the 70s and 80s, and just these big changes that happen. And I'm sure when you're in the thick of things, everybody's like, oh no, this sucks, or how could they hire this commissioner? Yeah. And, uh, somebody who's not even has never played basketball in their entire life, you know, and then they end up with what, um, what's his face, David, uh, Stern or whatever in the NBA. And he's the commissioner for like 40 years and just completely changed what we now know as the NBA, you know? So I think think you need to understand the full picture before you throw a judgment at at Eric Rosa. And I think too, like, and, and you guys know this, they answer to the other board members for that company and they answer to their sponsors that they've gotten that are very large name sponsors now. Mm-hmm. So they answer to several people who've got their hands in their pocket and their pocket po- checkbooks in that. So it's a little bit different now. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. Maybe they'll release a story. Maybe not. I'm in an affiliate group and they're like, well, we deserve to know really we don't at the end of the day. Right. You know, I think a lot of us just have to trust in leadership that's been placed above us, that they're going to make the best decision. Now you can question those decisions all day long, but I don't think we have a right to know it. Right. Yeah, and I mean, the sport is transitioning to a more professional sport. There's going to be more money involved. When more money is involved, harder decisions are made. Yeah. Who does? And like, who knows if that's one of those hard decisions that had to be made? Yeah, he's a staple. All these athletes you see posting on Instagram, it's a love hate. Mm-hmm. They've appreciated what he's done, but it's like, it's a transition. Like whatever moves forward, like Gordon said, like he supports CrossFit and the decisions that were made from those entrusted people. Mm-hmm they're kind of putting their faith in those people as well and be like, let's see what you got. Like, this sucks, but what's next? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. That leads me to another question. So you, we kind of mentioned, like, big sponsorships coming into CrossFit, you know. Um, we have, like, Monster coming in. And uh, I'm super. Water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Provide yeah. water. Take this Monster water. <laughs> um, so I actually have gotten to know Hans, the guy who's yeah. behind all that, really well. And he's actually coming on the podcast, oh, that's too. Awesome, I can't man. wait for that one. But, you know, there's a huge story behind all of that. But, you know, when think people think of Monster, they think of, like, high-energy sugar drinks and all this stuff. And eventually, I, I think of, like, um, the X Games. And you remember how the X yep. Games got big? They brought yep. Mountain Dew, yep. right? Mountain Dew became the huge sponsor. Like, as a, an affiliate owner and somebody who's super into competition, you own a competition yourself, um, a CrossFit registered competition. Yeah. You know, if sponsors like Coca-Cola or Pepsi or, you know, any of these food industry sponsors came in and brought big money to CrossFit, do you think that would be a good thing or a bad thing? Well, I think too, like with Monster, right? So when we were at the games, a lot of people were like, well, I don't understand why Monster's here. It goes against what crossfit stands for and i think it's that general assumption that they don't take the time to actually wait a minute they actually have a water that they're coming out with they're trying to streamline more of their products to be geared towards health and wellness so they're exactly. at least trying to do that mm-hmm. and what i love about crossfit is the fact that they're willing to cross boundaries that may have not been crossed in previous leadership 
because if you build that sponsorship, that's more money for the athletes, right? Right. And that's at the end of the day, they're going to benefit. And so I really appreciate them going out there, getting them, getting Thorn supplements, getting CBD um, USA. Like they're getting larger name supplements and crossing lines that have never been crossed. CBD MD. Yeah, there we go. Yep. Yep. Yeah, um, I agree with that. And the thing is, like, what you look at these NBA stars, they're all, you know, they're doing Sprite, Sprite commercials, yeah. they're doing McDonald's. Yeah. It's not like they're actively drinking and intaking that stuff every day. I think that if it brings money to the sport and it allows the sport to grow, yep. and you know, who knows? Maybe people who are going to McDonald's every day and see Rich Froning on a poster in there, they're like, shit, maybe yeah. I'm going to join CrossFit. You know, <laughs> like, well, at the end of the day, right? It's health yeah. and wellness. Like, yeah, that's that's what CrossFit's trying to do. They want to get the the country healthy. They don't want to turn everyone into a CrossFit Games athlete. We know that's not exactly. That's not like reality. It's hey, let's have you live longer. Exactly. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. So that leaves. Well, that's a fine line. Yeah. <laughs> well, because if people started looking up Rich Froning, they'd be like, "Yeah, I lived on McDonald's like shakes or whatever." He'd be like, "Do a workout." I know. Like, he do, that's what I'm like, saying. He's uh, their poster maybe, boy. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> not. <but laughs> I can look like that, right? That and Pizza yeah. Hut, right? <laughs> I just gotta follow this CrossFit.com and I'll look like that. That's Perfect. Right. That's right. That's cool. So. Let's talk a little bit, you know, personal life. You okay, know, you've had right. you've had a year since personal. fittest of the upstate. Yeah. You went through twenty twenty one. Okay. Talk about yeah. the growth of your own affiliate. Let's talk about Oh SVL. my god, SVL. Okay. Yep. So uh man, I tell you what, uh SVL has been crazy. It has been a huge blessing. Um, and Annie and I were on some podcasts with some people and they were asking us, tell us what your growth plan was and how you grew so much. And we laugh because we never had a growth plan. Mm -hmm. So our growth plan from day one has been treat people really well who walk in their doors, love them, meet them where they're at, and they will do everything for you. So we saw like a 70% growth last year. Wow. That's awesome. Un like unheard of. We didn't know where it was coming from. We, we don't know how it happened. And so like we started three and a half years ago with 32 people and we're at 183 right now. Wow. Awesome. Um, and so. Good. The cool thing is, is like we firmly believe that everyone who comes to the door has been sent there by the Lord and we're called to love them. And we do that, man. Mm -hmm. um, and so there's no like great marketing scheme. It's just meet people where they're at, love them. And um, Zach, you're a coach, man. You know, it's like give them the best hour, hands down. Like, so I preach to our coaches. We take them through, tra take them through trainings. Hey, your goal is to give them the best hour of the day. So when they leave here, whether it's mentally, physically, emotionally, they feel better. Because mm -hmm. not everyone is walking into the gym high spirited. Like today was a great day. They're all walking in different parts of life that they're going through. Right. So our job is to meet them right there, carry them through, give them a great hour. Right. I, I mean, that's their getaway most people for the day. Oh, yeah, man. And I, I'm not saying this is like your members or any members in this area because I don't know that. But you find so many members that because of it, they fought like different addictions with food, drugs, yeah. whatever it was, because that was the best hour of the day. Yes. And it takes other people putting that on them to really see the benefit of it. And it breaks a lot of really bad habits for people. Well, and what we saw during COVID, which was like really groundbreaking for us was like, you know, people really came together to support one another through COVID because you know, people were getting sick. People were losing jobs, like lives were changing. Right. And so to see our members step up and like be a part of other people's lives, man, that hit home for Annie and I, because you can't put a price on that. You right. can't program a workout or put a price on that. That is just people loving people. And that's like, the, for me, that's the biggest thing our community will ever do is how they treat one another. I think that's the most, I was having this conversation with a patient today who is a member over at Fountain Inn. And um, that was a point we talked about. I was like, it, isn't it interesting how now we have these CrossFit gyms where you have a community, right? Like when you were growing up, 
your parents' best friends were not from the gym. They were from like <laughs> church yeah. or like the maybe the like neighborhood, the bar, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. neighborhood. <clears throat> right, exactly. Like how bizarre is it that like our best friends are gym yeah. members, like people that we go to the gym with. Like when I was growing up, we go to the YMCA. We'd go to the YMCA, maybe play on some stuff, swim mm-hmm. in the pool, maybe make like one day friends, you know, how like, you, yep. oh, I, I met Johnny today and then you never see Johnny again kind of thing. And uh, it's just very interesting how like our best friends who we hang out with, who we go to church with, who we hang out with on the weekends, who we do podcasts yeah, with. Yeah, man, are, become part of our lives. Yeah, it's very, it's yep. very different now, which is, which is cool. I love, I think too, I still believe that because you are right alongside someone suffering and then when you suffer together and you experience that, there's a, a natural bond that happens. Yeah. Like, so if Zach's next to me and he's kicking my butt, but he's going to sit there and help me till the end, like there's a natural bond. I'm going to be like inclined to be more towards Zach because of that help in that moment. For sure. And that's, what's really cool to see in the sports. Usually the last person that gets cheered for the most. Oh yeah. It's like, no matter who finishes first or last, you're all kind of feeling that same yep. pain. And so to watch someone go through that and still fight to the end, it just says a lot about who that person is. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, beautifully put. I've got a question. At SVL, do you guys use like a whiteboard or a sugar wad where people post scores? Yeah, so we've got sugar wad, um, so everyone goes and posts scores in there. So what do you think about that? I feel like there it's like I've been asking people this question a lot lately. Like there's a mixed opinion whether it's a good thing to post scores. Do you think that it helps people's fitness? Do you think it drives unhealthy competition or healthy competition? Like, what do you think? Yeah, so we actually had probably a four-month phase to where I took away all scoring and whiteboards. Mm-hmm. Um, so as, like, programming for SVL, one of my biggest things is getting people to understand the difference between um, training, competing, and practicing. Three very different aspects. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, what happens is when you have, let's say David came in at 515, well, he got 10 rounds plus three. I come in at 630, well, I've got to get 10 rounds plus four. Mm-hmm. So people are no longer training or practicing now they're full-on competing right and they're hitting a red line every day so it's thrown out the window of the stimulus i'm trying to create and build upon for that week so i told people say hey guys we're going to take away these scores because i want you to focus on practicing and training over and over and we did that for a couple months and people started to understand the difference so, so now when people come and we can hey so your stimulus for today is we're going to sit around 80 90 percent of our heart rates hey today you're going to redline in the program it's built in um, i think that's hard though because naturally people are competitive and especially you get former college athletes coming into CrossFit, all they know how to do is send it, and mm-hmm. they just want to send it. And so trying to get them to understand, if you send it every single day for three straight weeks, you're not you're not going to be anything after after uh, yeah. day 22. You're breaking your body down. Yeah, your body's done for. Back up. The biggest thing to break is the ego, I feel oh, like, in, yes. in CrossFit. Yep. That, that's a tough one to so, overcome. So when Agreed. you brought back the, the sugar wad and yep. there's a leaderboard, did you find, like, the same amount of people still posting scores on there once you brought it back or did people like not look at it as much so the funny thing here so like a cool experiment well so there's a group right there's a group of people who they're always watching the leaderboard and well how'd so and so get that and i always respond the same way and i love it i said that score doesn't matter wait until the open when the scores matter yeah can i call someone out real quick (laughs) she's gonna love it too sarah oh shoot (laughs) (laughs) i learned her a little trick she would wait till i put my score in she would do it at like 8 a.m and she would wait until the afternoon to see what my score was what a jerk what a jerk yeah yeah Yeah, it's very interesting and people get too hung up on it man they really do i i remember when i first started crossfit i thought that was the coolest thing that there was a whiteboard or and there was people you know writing their name up there that was way before even 
you know, iPhones had just come on the, the scene, I guess. God, but what like, year was that? 1995? I know, right? Jesus. No, oh. I, well, I just oh. thought it was the other. The first <laughs> iPhone actually came out, I believe it was in 2008. Prior mm-hmm. to that, we all had the, flip the phones. Brick. Yep. <laughs> it was the three or whatever. Yep. the brick. Yep. And uh, yeah, I think I started CrossFit. I think I walked in the first time in like 2010 or 11. Nice. But yeah, so there was no like apps or anything like that yet. It was still all marker board. Yep. And I remember thinking that was like the coolest thing walking in and seeing like all these people's names and like, oh, I'm going to beat them or like whatever and writing it down. And that was kind of like a driving force at the beginning. Yeah. But now it's like, I don't, I could care less about that part as somebody who's now in their mid thirties and super old and has a gray beard. You know? like, <laughs> I just trying to get in there and exercise and I really don't care what the other person got. Yeah. You're uh, just trying to do your best for that day. Right. With yep. those- exactly. With those platforms, it's an interesting mix because you get some of those people that want to take things seriously. I think it's great for tracking yeah. numbers, like lifting numbers. But if you ask someone that's truly being competitive and they're going after it, they don't need a whiteboard because you could ask me questions about all sorts of different lifts and workouts, and I can tell you within probably five seconds or yep. four pounds of what that yeah. number is. So the people that tend to use those are the ones that just want to compete every day and yep. see what, who they're going against in class. So for me, I would get rid of it personally. I would get rid of Wattify, SugarWad. Same. Well, SugarWad, yeah. that's how you get some of your programming for yeah. now the big names. But yeah, um, yeah like Wattify, I would get rid of it because most people are just measuring. Or they're bullshitting their numbers. Yeah. yeah. You, and I try to preach this so much. Mm-hmm. Is it could be a class of 30 people. That one coach will know if you're missing reps. Oh, yeah. They always know. Mm-hmm. What and, they, and what we tell people too, so this is, I'm big with this, like character and integrity is huge. And everyone else knows. And, and yeah, exactly. And so like when the open comes and you are winning every workout, but then all of a sudden you're 15th in the gym, we know, like, but it's, <laughs> it's your character integrity. If you can't check your ego, then you're not making the progress that you right. could be making. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, so talk a little bit about, again, when we first talked to you mm-hmm. on episode 10, not only had you gotten fist of the upstate and local comp and all that stuff, yeah. you had just started AGL athletics. <sighs> Whoa. So talk about a Tell year as a personal coach, a, per- a personal, I like that. A yeah. personal coach. I like that. I do. I do <clears throat> wonder. So we did see this over the last two years is yeah. with the amount of CrossFit gyms in the upstate, which there's a quite a few, like mm-hmm. anybody can go to a CrossFit gym. Everybody lives close enough to where they could go to one. That's how many there are. Um, why do you think we've seen such an influx of like one-on-one coaches or personal coaches um, in the last year or two when there's like hmm. so many options for classes and going yeah. to various gyms? And what, what, what do you think distinguishes the two and why? Yeah. Because you guys are both personal coaches. So we it's are not personal just, it's coaches. Not, well, what would you we, like to be called? I don't know. I like that name of personal <laughs> coach. <laughs> Very sexual. Yes, personal yes, coach. yes. Get nothing. Yeah, personal coach. Personal. Yeah, so, um, so the first question. So um, I started AGL like a year ago, but actually like I didn't realize this. Justin Bell brought this to my attention. So I was coaching back at Fittest 2019. Uh, I coached Jen Holiday and Jamie Smith and then my wife, Annie, um, into that. And then the next year I had like eight girls that I was coaching for fittest, but I didn't really make it like official until last year. But I've been, I've been, you know, being a personal coach or a coach to, to these athletes for longer than I, longer than I had thought. I just actually made it official and started to promote it and did some marketing and branding. Um, AGL this past year, like it continues to blow my mind. Right. And I think Zach probably feels this too at times. Like 
being a coach is this thing where like, okay, I, th- I think I know a little bit. Okay, this person's going to trust me. Oh, this person wants to trust me too. Oh, this person wants to trust me. Um, and so it got to the point where people like I don't go after people ever. They come to me, and there's a whole like filtering process that I do where we talk on the phone for an hour and we go over goals and then we meet in person and we go over like expectations. Um, and then they meet my team and see if they can mesh, mesh well with my team. Um, but like right now I've got um, 13 athletes where I think last year I had like six. Mm-hmm. Um, and so part of that has just been, it's been a huge blessing that people trust me. Um, I think part of it, I've just built a good rapport with athletes here. Um, Cause now my athletes are no longer in the state. I've got athletes coming out of North Carolina. So I've got two from North Carolina right now. Um, who they've heard about me through the grapevine and it's done great. Um, and so your second question, like with the personal coaches, so what I've seen is back in the day when I started CrossFit, I did comp train. I didn't even really know CrossFit, but I'm like, well, all these good athletes do comp train. So I'm going to do comp train. What I realized was I was not ready to do comp train. Shouldn't have been mm-hmm. doing it. Um, I was just throwing darts on a dartboard, hoping I'd hit one of my weaknesses. And so I tell a lot of athletes, like you need to have several years of CrossFit under your belt before you get a coach. And then even if you're going to get a coach, like have clear delineated goals of why you're doing it. So majority of my athletes, they want to go to semifinals. Okay. Okay. So we're going to work on that. But then on top of that, like there's expectations that we have that like, this is your life. I'm not going to be a coach who's just going to program workouts for you that you can do to CrossFit gym. If you want general population workouts, man, I highly suggest go to classes, like do classes, do that. But if you want to go to semifinals or make, make a name for yourself, this is going to be your life. The weird stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like this is going to be your life. Your recovery, <clears throat> your sleep, your nutrition, every single part of what you do, we're going to track it. We're going to look at data on it and we're going to make the most out of our time together. Awesome. Do you feel like, obviously it sounds like you go through this big vetting system. I don't know if you do too, Zach, but do you feel like sometimes, do you ever feel like there's unrealistic expectations when you, or if they do have unrealistic expectations, do you just not take them on? So I, I never had anyone tell me unrealistic expectations. I normally will say, tell me how long you think that will take. Um, and I've had athletes be like, well, I could be there in a year. And then I'll be like, well, hey, let's look at what where you were last year. Okay, last year you were 2,500th. I don't think you can get to 120 in a year. Mm-hmm. Realistically, you may be three or four years out from that. Do you have the next three or four years to commit? Because I think, you know, when you first jump into CrossFit, you make newbie gains and you like jump just like that. Yep. But when you start going against people who train just as much as you, just as often as you, and do this for a living, to jump is, is very, very minimal. Why, and so getting people to understand that is very difficult. Why do you why do you think people want to do that? I mean, like, why why do you think that's a goal for somebody to go to semifinals? There's no money in it um, yet. There's which you know in the next t- five ten years that might change, but within the foreseeable future, there's mm-hmm. no money in it. Like nobody going to semifinals unless you're going to the CrossFit Games is making any kind of money. Yeah. Even the people who win the semifinal, I think they got like eighteen hundred bucks or something last year. I think, uh, I think Hop got like five Gs yeah. from Mac. Okay, whatever yeah. five five thousand dollars. Yeah, which still for, in the long run isn't yeah, much. Yeah, it's nothing, yeah. right? I'd, so what what do you think hmm. is the motivating factor who somebody who just wants to make it to semifinals just because they can, they said they did it or so I want I want to hear your input too on this but like I think there's a couple a couple spots I think like some is just could be notoriety mm-hmm. um, I know like with my athletes they said like that's a goal that they've had because they feel like then to say they're in the top 150 mm-hmm. in their mind that they have they have made it to a certain point <clears throat> they know they're not going to go to the games right but if they can say hey I'm the top 150 in North America that's huge for them right um, for mine very few of them are for notoriety <laughs> I don't yeah I don't think you're gonna murder yourself just to know for notoriety yeah no it's interesting because coming from the era of regionals 
you got to put yourself against really high level athletes that some cycled through and went to the games, but having realistic goals and having a coach that puts you in front of you, that's like the games, like look at the top 1%. You look at football, basketball, women's soccer, like whatever you're looking as a sport, like that's the pinnacle and you have to have realistic goals. And I think if you have a relationship with your coach, they should be sitting down and being like, that's a really stretch goal, but also realistic. And that gives you a really tangible target that you can go after with like the games. If the, you have a coach and he's telling all of his athletes, they can go to the games. Hmm. That's mm-hmm. not fair to the athletes. Right. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, with all these people, like you said, it's not just here in South Carolina, but a lot of people are going to their buddies or their buddies coach and getting that individualized programming semis is, you know, that's a reasonable goal for people. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think basically the conclusion is, People want to do it because to say they did it and it's like a goal, like a life goal, basically. Like I did this for myself. I was very fit. I committed to it. I made that goal and um, it makes me happy. I'll use Crucible as an example. Mm -hmm. Like for me, I know that games is not in my future. I don't desire to be there. That's not on my dream board. Right. But you have an opportunity to put yourself against guys that have been to the games or Mm -hmm. like on the cusp. And if you beat them in a workout, it's like amazing. the amount of, like, no, I didn't place like anywhere close to the top, but to beat some of those guys in a workout, like the confidence that that gave me, yeah. like I had such a fire coming off that weekend. I was like, let's go. Yeah. And that's kind of one of those moments too, because you might get those few athletes a year that make it a semis and they're like, I can do this. Mm-hmm. And then you see them at the games the next year. Yeah. Yeah. It's very cool. Great point. I love watching it. Hey guys, we're going to take a break to thank our sponsors for today's episode. We're going to start off with CrossFit Greer. If you're living in the Greer area and are interested in getting started in CrossFit, go ahead and look up CrossFit Greer. Jen and Reagan Green are the owners there. If you mention the Apogee podcast to them, they will give you 10% off your first month's membership fees. I would also like to thank Blitz Belts and Chris Kane for their continued support of the show. So be sure to use their 15% off coupon code at checkout. That's Apogee, all caps. That gets you, the listener, 15% off at checkout at Blitz Belts on your custom order. I want to thank Goat Tape for being our new sponsor. Goat Tape has committed its brand to providing the best in athletic tape. They are the standard for CrossFit tape, scary sticky. Now they are providing the best in KT tape. So at checkout, be sure to get your 25% off your wholesale purchase. Use the coupon code Apogee at checkout. Finally, if you guys would like to become an invested friend of the show and are interested in supporting the show directly, go to anchor.fm slash Podcast and click on the support tab. We love bringing you guys awesome content each week, so be sure to subscribe to the podcast, drop a review, and let us know how we're doing. We talked about AGL Athletics. All right, let's go back to... This year. So uh-huh. we are in January 2022. The Open is right around the corner. Like 50 days. Yeah. Is that what it is? I think it's right around there. Oh, so yeah. I thought it was closer to like... I just posted on Fitness the other day. It's like 50. I think it's right at 50. Yeah. So for, like 90, for those that career. don't know, <laughs> for those that don't know who are tuning into this podcast and have no idea what Fitness of the Upstate is, explain what it is real quick. Wonderful. Hello. Yeah. I'm Gordon. I own fittest of the upstate which is now known as fittest of south sorry Carolina. sorry i keep calling it fittest of the upstate no worries yes. you and everyone else buddy <laughs> yeah so uh so fittest was started um back in 2018 by my great friends agent amy Leroy as a way to bring the upstate community together um to have a high level competition 
uh, we were able to do that. And when we took over a couple of years ago, our goal was to make it the best competition in the state. And so after the first year, we took some steps to do that. We signed on officially with CrossFit. So now we're the only licensed and registered CrossFit um, competition in the state. And then we are on the process, if you haven't seen it, on our Instagram of adding several gyms throughout the entire state. Um, so I think the goal is like 75 gyms when we're done. So right now we've got several gyms all along the coast, all up in Rock Hill, all in the Midlands. Um, so everything has expanded. So we'll go through the open that you're qualifying. We'll have a custom leaderboard with our friends over at local comp. So you'll see where you land. Then we're going to do the gauntlet and then we're going to see how many athletes can qualify for fittest. For those that don't know, what is this so-called gauntlet? Oh, great question, Zach. Ooh. Yes. Before you answer that, what is local comp? Wonderful question. Look at this. (laughs) We're doing it. We're doing this. We're doing this. So local-comp.com is um, basically it's our scoring app that we use. Um, And so every year we're able to make custom leaderboards that track every single athlete in the state. Um, So I can tell you exactly where you finished in 2018 in the Open. And then we work with other local competitions here in South Carolina, North Carolina, and Georgia um, to do all their scoring. So it is a phenomenal, phenomenal thing. And the custom leaderboard is cool, I think. I just love the fact that, like, you can go each week and see where you landed. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to talk junk to my buddies and say, huh, look how much I beat you um, in that. And then for fitness, it's cool because now you can see, like, if you're in a qualifying spot or if you're in a gauntlet spot. Right. Cool. All right. What's gauntlet? Great question. So, um, yeah, great question. Great question. <laughs> so, man, so uh, rewind to uh, fittest of the upstate 2019. So my wife, Annie, did not make it to fittest. So she was a backfill. And she mm-hmm. had a huge chip on her shoulder. So any of you who've been backfills or came from the gauntlet, you should understand this. Uh, so she had a huge chip on her shoulder. So she went in there on fire. She wanted to show people that you could come in as an underdog and crush it. And she did. I think she ended up taking like three top 10 finishes, ended up finishing like 16th. And so when we took over, she's like, we're going to do a last chance qualifier <clears throat> for people who were on the outside trying to get in. Just mm-hmm. like the NCAA March Madness, you're right. on the bubble. Right. So we did that last year and it blew my mind. I did not expect it to be at the caliber it was. I did not expect it to turn like it did. It caught fire, and everyone's like, we need that every year. And then if you actually tracked it, um, shout out to my girl, Nicole Ambrose, who came out of nowhere, took second, and then I think Nicole finished top 20 at fittest. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at a girl who was on the outside, barely able to get into gauntlet, who took second at gauntlet, and then placed at fittest and did phenomenal. That's the stories that we love. Yeah. Because it just shows that, like, Wadapaloozas did this years and years ago, like, as a last chance qualifier. And we love that idea. It's so, like, we're going to run on that same thing. All right, so how does this work as far as people have to qualify for quarterfinals and then people qualify for fittest through quarterfinals? So people will register for the Open, yeah. and so you don't have to qualify for quarterfinals, but what happened last year is if you tracked it, like the top 70 athletes in the Upstate naturally all qualify oh, for quarterfinals. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, it's just natural with like kind of how the progression works. Right. So you have to go through the Open, and you have to score at a certain top percentage um, to be ranked, to be able to get a spot into – um, fittest, and then we're going to have spots for the gauntlet available after that. So right now we're not 100% certain on the spots because if our math is correct, there'll be a thousand athletes vying for a spot. So we had so 500, roughly 500. There's roughly 500 females. from the Upstate last year who just registered for the Open, uh-huh. and then you have roughly 300 from the Coast, and then roughly 300 to 400, or excuse me, 300 from the Midlands, roughly 300 to 400 from the Coast. Now is that like? all divisions or is that just in elite individual all divisions okay yep and so then we're going to look at how many spots we're actually going to open up so that's going to be the biggest thing so the biggest thing people have been reaching out to us like well hey man i don't know if i'm gonna make it there's more gyms and so we lovingly tell everyone the same thing if i'm trying to find the fittest 
you're going to rise to the occasion. There you go. Right? Because yeah. I love 100%. the fact that it's called fittest. There's yeah. no intermediate. There's no scale. Then there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But if we're going to be the fittest, we're going to find the fittest. So with that much addition of gyms, you know, <clears throat> obviously that's a lot more people. Are we still doing all of the divisions that we did last year? So you're going to see some modifications to that, right? Mm -hmm. um, so you will probably see decreased numbers in some divisions and you'll see increased numbers in some divisions. So um, the elites, you're going to see increased numbers. The master elite, you're going to see increased numbers. You may see some decreased numbers in legends and outliers just based upon participation. Mm -hmm. um, and then we move the event to actually three days this year. Is that for all division three that days? That is for all divisions three days, yeah. Um, so the way we wanted to run it this year was, to Zach's great point earlier, we're going to test you on everything. And it's not going to be like, so Dubai did this great. Dubai had them do like two events, and then they had like 12 to 14 hours, not until the next day where they did another event. Mm -hmm. So we want to get you to have some rest to come in and crush it. Um, and the time domains are very different this year. Cool. Well, and like people forget too that recovery is part of fitness. <laughs> yes, sure. And so, How well can you recover yeah, and get back absolutely. into it? Yeah, all right, so let's get into the nitty gritty. Okay, let's talk Ooh, about like love it predictions. Ooh, predictions. It's gonna be tough. We don't so, step on anyone's toes circle here. Circle back. It's fine. Circle back. So, circle yeah, back. I want to circle back to twenty one. Okay. <laughs> Who was your biggest surprise in the <sighs> female side for elite individual? And we're just we're not gonna talk about masters or anything. Just yeah, elite yeah, cool. Here. Yeah, individual. No offense, masters. Yeah, David I hates mean, you. I'm, hey, I'm, I'm a, <laughs> master, a masters this year. Let's go. So I hate to say this because this person already has a big head, and they're gonna yell at me because I just said that. So my biggest surprise, and I love this person, is Jennifer McKinney out of Crash. Yeah. Um, man, I absolutely love Jenny's work ethic. And I think Jenny finished eighth. Yeah. And if so, I'm a nerd with data. And so I went back and looked at the progression of a lot of these athletes. And so I think two years ago, I think Jenny finished like 56th. And wow. then last year, um, I don't know. Zach can look up the data here to confirm with me. I'm pulling it up um, right now. And then last year, I can't remember where she finished, but then for her to finish eighth was absolutely amazing because she kept telling me, well, I just hope not to finish last. Mm -hmm. And so just to see how well she did, man, I was super proud of her because she works her tail off and she's got great programming over there with my man, JR. Mm -hmm. All right, what about on the male side? So uh, there's there's more than, there's, there's a couple. Um, I can't say Zach because he's right in front of me. Um, so I'm a huge fan of the Abercrombie brothers. Yeah. I love the yeah. Abercrombie. Brent and Will, they are just, yeah. they are athletic beasts. Um, and they really did well and they really impressed me. Um, and then I will say too, so there's this really, really young kid um, named Alex Zalesco. He finished eighth out of nowhere. He's only been doing CrossFit for two years, or excuse me, two and a half years. Um, and he used to play D1 or semi-professional soccer. And he came in there and crushed it, man. And he was just, extremely professional i'm trying to remember i mean i see him here on the leaderboard You're i know right, but, that, but i so can't that, even remember who what he looks like because he is like he's a tactician he's not he controls his emotions yeah he just he goes in there and does it man and he is a very disciplined kid like i have no doubt that in the next couple of years he will do very very well uh-huh he was yeah so him and the abercrombie brothers is really really impressed with what about you, Zach? I know you competed, so let's just say. Well, like obviously, like you have a say still because mm -hmm. yeah. you get to see yeah. these guys You're going against them. Obviously, Mike's my dude, but oh yeah, Caleb really impressed me. Freaking Caleb, yeah. Um, because him and I and well, Mike, Caleb, and myself yeah. we trained at Greer a couple times, and I was, I'm not gonna lie, like kind of spanking him a little bit, like yeah. Mike and I were putting yeah. it on, <laughs> and I was like, all right, whatever. And then when you see him at like fittest, like he was just different. Yes. And then you see him at Crucible, um, and you just see the work that he was putting in. So, yeah, definitely him. Let me say it real quick. So, you know what I love about Caleb, and you've seen this? 
So Caleb is one of my favorite people because in the middle of a competition, he will laugh and he will keep it lighthearted. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one thing that he, he does better than people because he can stay out of his mind and he can stay out of that like pressure situation. Yeah. He's very good at that because during fitness, he was cracking jokes to me the entire time. Oh, but it's because he has a wife that yells at him. Oh, that is, so she yeah, does Melissa all the yelling be, for him. Melissa Melissa crushing him. She <laughs> I will say this. I didn't know this until his wife showed me yeah. a video of it. At Crash Crucible, we have this miserable run, sled drag push run, and then a flip. He's like on his last leg of the sled push, and he like looks at the guy next to me. He's like something to the effect of like, "Wow, your biceps look good, yeah. big guy." Yeah. And I'm like, Caleb, man. "I'm dying." And he's just like, "What up, big guy?" Yeah. And he has his like water bottle on top of the sled. <laughs> yeah. He's taking drinks. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, Caleb, you're crushing me, man." Well, it was I think the most memorable part for Caleb during um, fittest was when he was, I believe it was at fittest when he was doing the snatch and he fell on his knees. And he still got up and finished, and he's like, yep, that's a rip. And threw it down. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like him, yes. Yeah. That was great. Actually, I'm looking at the open leaderboard right now, and now, and fittest. Yeah. And Caleb finished fifth, but our good old friend, Justin Bell, beat him in the open. Oh, my gosh. Yep. No one told Justin that he's going to be irritated. Yeah, yeah. Justin Bell beat him in the open. Hmm. Go, Justin. Some people are just open athletes, though. Yeah, Justin. Justin's Justin, a great athlete. Yeah, dude, he is. Um, all right. What about what about females, Female, Zach. Zach? Any any surprises for you on the surprises. female side? Surprises. The women are. T- I mean, I'm biased, but my wife competed for like the yeah, first time did. individually, Casey so I was be really crushing it, man. Really proud of her for that, and she didn't pay me for that. I promise. Um, no, it's tough. The girls are like because we don't train with them often to like see them. We don't know the work they're putting in, but Maddie Helms always surprises Jeez, me. Yeah. Um, you know, she was on a team with us for Atlas games in 2019 into 2020. And we didn't get to show kind of the work we were putting in for that. And then just since then, she just hammers away. Her work capacity is insane. And she just keeps getting better every time I see yeah. her. So that's kind of, she even could, though she, she was on the podium. Too, man. Yeah. She's good people. Like that's what I love when you have really good athletes who are humble, you can have great conversations with, right? Like yeah. she's good people. Yeah, I think for me, I'm gonna start with females because I got it pulled up. Um, I, I do, I do agree with you. I think Madeline is impressive, especially oh, yeah. after I got to know her. We had her on the podcast. I didn't realize she had zero athletic background. I think, I think that amazes me. Another guy like professionally, Jeffrey Adler, right? Yes, like, yes. it's insane. Yep. Guy, people like that who have never played sports who can just be really fit and good at fitness and. Especially at that level, I feel like it has to take some sort of background to get into that mindset to like crush yourself. Mm-hmm. And when you don't have any of that background in football or soccer or softball or whatever sport, general sport most people play. Well, Madeline, like pretty, from what I've seen, I'm sure you've seen too, she's got a grunt mentality. Yeah. She will just grunt work, yeah. man. And Dark place. Yeah. And to me, like you can't teach that. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is something innately inside of you that that's been built in there. That's what we were talking yeah. about earlier. Like you see these elite athletes and there's some sort of switch that the rest of us don't have. Or when I talk to say rest, I'm going to say me. Yeah. Like something, something, I, it's kind of like this weird correlation. I feel like some people at the top have like this, I don't know if there's like something in the past that mm. really, really crushed them and they're able to like turn that part of them yeah. on and just go and not care and black out, you know? Yeah, that's rare. Um, yeah, it is. So Madeline's obviously all impressing me every single year i think i think most improved would probably in my mind go to kara petrozelli oh hell yes i mean she she the improvement that she's made in the last two years is is pretty 
pretty big. I mean, she's a, a taller, bigger athlete, um, known for strength. Yep. But seeing her, what she's done with her gymnastics. Um, I think that's what it is with her. It's gymnastics yeah. and motor. I'm, I'm on the same team as her, so I get to see her yeah. train. And I'm so amazed at her ability to move that well, being such like such a large athlete. Yep. And I love, too, because I think as a CrossFit athlete, my goal is to be an all-around athlete. So mm -hmm. when you look at her, she's strong, she moves well, and she's fast. Yep. Before, people just used to look at Kara like, oh, she's going to lift heavy. Well, you better watch out now because she's hitting ring muscle-ups, walking on her hands, exactly. moving extremely well. Exactly. And like and cr and just crushing it. Yep. So I think she gets my most improved. She, um, she reminds me a little of, um, shoot, what's her face? Laura Horvath. Yeah. I like it. Yep. You start picking up those skills. Yep. Everything becomes so much easier. Mm-hmm. And you look at CrossFit and they test, you know, time under tension. Mm -hmm. Well, if you're bigger than most athletes, the time under tension is not going to affect you as yep. much as it is someone that's 25 pounds. And I'm not saying they're, I'm not saying they're big people, No. but when you have the frame and you weigh more than the bar you're moving, it's what like way less of a toll on you. Right. And right. so it's really impressive when they start moving well. Now they get real dangerous. And the thing is, she hasn't lost any of her strength either. That's the scare, dude. Yep. That's the scariest thing. And then you she's know, she's getting stronger. Yep. Well, and you know this too. I think when you have a really good coach, and like we all know, Justin, Justin's phenomenal. Mm -hmm. I think when you have a really good coach who can teach and help psychologically, mm. and I think that's one thing that's helped Kara psychologically. Mm. She believes in herself more. That's a huge part of it. Like, you know, like yep. working with Sarah. I'm sure you've done the same thing, right? Psychologically, there's a huge aspect that you work with the athletes a ton on believing in yourself visualization, positive self-talk. I mean, I have those conversations sometimes more than just, hey, how did that barbell move today? Right. Hey, what went through your mind today when things went south? Mm -hmm. Well, let's flesh that out and talk about it. Right. Yeah. All right. Um, let me get to the mails real quick. Oof. I wonder who he's going to pick. I'm trying to think. What are we talking about? Who's David? Oh, gonna, <laughs> I got five bucks to say St. Jackson. Okay, no. I think, I mean, obviously, I got I'll love double. You got to double, double it. Double it. No. He's my little brother, but... Uh, I like to think that him spending the last year and a half with me has created all this change yes. in him, including started his, with including David. his eight pack. But <laughs> you know, shout out to uh, shout out to uh, real quick sponsor alert. Ba 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 ba. Complete the process fitness. Yes, they are coming on with us. Um, you mentioned complete. Uh, mentioned the Apogee Fitness podcast to Nick Martin, who is the founder and owner and coordinator of Complete the Process Fitness. You will get 10% off your first month with him. Me and Jackson started with him at the same time. And Jackson got, I got good results. Jackson got phenomenal results. Nice. And uh, to see the, to see the change in Jackson over the last year, I mean, we all talked about this before we oh, started, yeah. is, is pretty incredible. I just don't know why, if you go to Complete the Process Fitness, uh, Nick uh, on Instagram, yeah. Nick put a little slideshow of all his people that he worked with in 2021 and Jackson's the number one picture and I'm mm, in, that's the, great. I'm in the middle. So I don't I'm really know why. Well, and, and Nick's, <laughs> Nick's a great guy too. So we've talked several times and he actually helped us out with fittest workouts this year. Oh, did Yeah. So you I, mentioned that. I yeah. sent him some and yep. he ran through him as athletes. He's just an all around great dude. Watching him at, at crash too was awesome. Yeah. See him throw down. He's a good dude. He's Great super dude, good looking dude. He is what? his hair He's too, man. Handsome. I'll tell you what. He's very handsome. Oh. <laughs> okay. Back on topic. My biggest surprise, and I'm not just saying this because he's one of my very best friends, was Steven Christofides getting mm. second. Agreed. Yeah. I did not mm. see yeah. that coming. Because he mean, flies under the radar. He does. Because he's he not on social so media a ton, so you don't know what he's doing. So that's I don't know. I think because I got to train with him, like that didn't surprise me. Steve. True. Like he's just it's that it factor. 
The yeah. dude could take like three months off yep. and jump back in a gym, and he's still better than that. It was insane. And it's mentally. And that's the thing. Like, I remember the workout, it was the, the long chipper, and the end with yep. overhead squats. Yep. He didn't put the bar down one yep. time. I think he passed like five people. Like, it was insane to watch it. He just goes, and he gets this crazy look in his eyes. Um, but still, I didn't think he was going to get second. I don't I think mean, anyone thought he was going to get second. Was, I knew he was going to do well, and yeah. I, honestly, he was almost competing for first for a while there. What's he, uh, what's he up to? I haven't heard it from Chris. He's been at he's, Crash. Yeah, he's well, at, I knew he's been at Crash, but I didn't right. know. Like, he's working a lot with his job. He he's, works for yeah, he works for the government. Yeah, he works yeah. Um, sled. Oof, sled. So he's, he's catching, Shout out law enforcement. catching bad guys a lot. Um, yeah, he's one of those guys. But he if came it, off COVID and was just like... But another oh, guy, yeah. another guy that I really did not see coming was from Five Forks, Matthew Jordan. Oh my God, Matthew Jordan. Let's talk about Matthew Jordan yeah. real quick. Yeah, I've known Matthew for a hot minute. Matthew, what's up? That kid is strong as heck. Yeah, and he weighs maybe 175 pounds. He's he's awesome, strong dude. He's been working with um, Jonathan now, doing yeah. like some one on one stuff. Watch out for him. Yeah, he is good. So he's he's one of the guys I was gonna say for when we get to the part about this year. Man, I think yeah, you keep an eye on. he, he yeah. is. Hmm. Yeah, he is good. He the thing the craziest thing about that competition was well he was like in heat two the entire competition mm-hmm. and then the points caught up and he ended in the last heat. Yeah, and he took it like nobody. You know, it was pretty much the same people in the same heat yeah. for most of the competition. Then all of a sudden, this Matthew him. Jordan is in the last heat and he got like super high. Yeah, in I fin- it. he finished yeah. sixth. Yeah, yeah, no, in the championship he got second. No, I think overall, though, he finished sixth, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. He got sixth overall, and in the championship workout, he got second. See, that's Five Forks, I'm telling you, has some great athletes, man. I mean, they produce some high-caliber athletes. Yep. All right, uh, let's talk about this year. Oh, wonderful. All right, so we've got the Open. We've got blah, 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 blah. Who do we think, as far as females, is going to be the top dog this year? Oh, man, dude, Mm. that's... And it's a, you know, this is all speculative. Well, and we've opened it up to, you know, so, it's so much bigger now. And yeah. so you've got people that I know of in the coast that no one in the upstate knows of that can come in there and well, ask. just say it. I mean, yeah. Mm. Because if you know people is it that like, you think. Are they competing or are they not? Yeah. And so that's the biggest thing, too, because we've got some semifinal athletes who reach out to me. It's like, hey, if I don't make it semifinals, I'm coming there. Because I've yeah. got a pick for that. Yeah. She didn't compete this year, though. Well, obviously, if people are going to semis, they're not going to do this. Very but, true. Like, Let me think on that for a minute. Hmm. Oh let's just say that let's just say that if there was no semis and people were going to compete in this let's do that well yeah let's, do let's that. just do that okay yeah. so can i is it just one or can i say a couple let's let's say what what is going to be your top three your podiums and this is cool you know tommy and sean do this every year yeah, before yeah. the crossfit season don't hate on us yeah it's don't, just, please it's guys just us making conversation um so we love all the athletes I, man <laughs> I, this athlete is just phenomenal we talked a little about her earlier so i think Lindsay lane mm-hmm. um Lindsay's just work capacity continues to get better um i love andy and what they're doing together um also too so she was there last year um and i know because we've talked um a couple times in the off season brianna dunbar mm-hmm. um no one really knows brianna dunbar she kind of came out of nowhere but she's been working with greenville weightlifting um she's a great athlete continue to get better um and i'm gonna murder this next person's name uh this is jared shaw's fiance out of Christian. Yeah. Did Charlotte Christian. Sorry, Christian. Totally messed up your last name. Christian. Yeah. Jared Shaw's fiance. Watch her in Charlotte. Ap- extremely good mover. Absolutely phenomenal. Uh, yeah. Extremely good mover. Went to the games on a team. Yep. Um, I could definitely see her making some noise. Sweet. Hmm. Who do you have, Zach? Do you have to say your wife? Is this part of it? 
she's I think that was a one and done for individual <laughs> comps for her. She's like, I'm good. We're done. Yeah. She's yeah. like, I got my fill. I'm good. There you go. Yeah. I'm <laughs> um, good. And then we're just going off who competed last year, who potentially could. I mean, so I know others too. Like, yeah. So, so like some for me, other gyms, I yeah. would probably say like Lindsay, um, Hannah Pruitt or Christian. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I got to get Hannah into it. Hannah's I've, amazing. Yeah. I've seen Hannah over the last yeah. few months. And again, it's just, you put in the work and yep. put your head down and hammer it. You're going to get better. And, She's kind of a testament of hard work. Hannah at Charlotte, too, is great to watch her because she's such a tactician. Yep. Not an emotional athlete, just stays in her lane, sticks to what she has to do. For sure. Yep. Um, yeah, those would be my three. Who you, you said Lindsay. I'd Hannah, say Hannah. Lindsay, Hannah, and then that Christian from Yeah, Jared Shaw's Charleston. fiance. I mean, we got to learn her name. We're horrible right now. I should look it up, but I'm not. <laughs> um, all right, for me... God, girls are tough, man. Yes. They are. Because um, they can all have a day for themselves. And, that's, and all this of them could go off. This yep. isn't like who's going to win the Open. This is who's going to be top three at fittest. Um, I think, especially since there's a longer workout, I think we have to put Madeline in there. I'm going to say. Good call. I'm going to say she gets the podium in there. Um, she did win. So I think. Reigning champ. What, she won, not last year, Amy won last year. She got second. Oh, second? Yep. Um, I'm going to say Lindsay as well. So I've got Madeline, Lindsay, and then, man. I know, pressure. This is pressure. pressure. They're listening. They are. <laughs> they're like, if they don't say my name, they're dead to I'm me. I'm totally going to never come on his podcast. Um, I'm canceling that. Shoot, I I don't know. I just canceled that podcast. That's really tough for me. I'm gonna say the same girl that you guys have said because I I don't. That's You're trusting I'm, us. I'm trusting you guys. Thanks. But from the upstate, I'm gonna say Madeline and Lindsay. All right. Get on there. Yep. All right. Let's do dudes. Dudes podiums. Let's do dudes. Sounds great. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Let's do dudes. <laughs> All right. So are we we're talking everybody here. So there's no semifinals. No, we're talking. Oh man, jeez. I'm gonna let Zach go first because I know who I want to say. But I'm gonna see what Zach. I'm gonna see how Zach spins it first. Hmm. We're assuming they're not going. Uh, well, the semis. there's gonna be a lot of people. I th- well, at least a few that are going. Yeah. But. Uh, so I'm gonna rule like the a, ta- uh, the the big state. The Jasons all out. Yeah, Jason said uh, he will only come if the prize purse pays for his kid's college education. And I said, I don't know if we're there yet, Jason. <laughs> Give me a couple years. Yeah, let me get there. Okay. Um, yeah, obviously he's a shoe in for So I'd say miles. like, um, dang, that's tough. I know. Uh, I mean, because even Zach, if you-, you got third in the upstate last year in the open. Mm, that's right. You got third. <laughs> I mean, you got ninth at fittest. It's pretty, it's pretty legit. Um, I would say Mike. Mike's yes. my dude. And he just, he's. Again, you find these people that just have it. He mm-hmm. Mike can hurt like no other. And he's great. No matter if he's more skilled or not, he'll find a way to beat you because he'll find what where you're struggling, and he can just suffer long yes. enough. Yes, and it's really impressive to watch. So yeah, I got Mike up there. Um, I think Jackson's a podium, and then uh, Quentin from Carolina CrossFit. Well, I'm glad you brought that name up. Because yeah. Yeah. we saw him at Charlotte, too. Yes. I competed against that crash. I'm like, yes. he just keeps getting better and better. Yep. All right, pressure here. Um, I'm going to say Mike for sure, Mike McDonald. Um, I'm going to go with Sergio. Nice. Yep. I like I'm gonna that. I'm going to say Sergio. Um, he's putting a lot of under-the-radar work in. 
Um, he's got some of his gut issues fixed. I think he's got, you know, some potential um, still left in him, and he's only 20, 27, 26. I think he's about to turn 27. Um, and then I am going to say, well, I'm definitely going to put Jackson in there for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. 100%. Those so are my Mike, three. Sergio, Jackson. Yep. All right, so I have to be non-biased because I, I coach some people. So no one would get mad if I don't say your name. Um, so I definitely agree with uh, Mike. Definitely Jackson. Um, to I think Jackson is just on. He's on. He's a, a totally different athlete. Mm-hmm. Totally different person mentally, physically. Kids crushing it. Um, and then Quentin out of Carolina. Um, really impressed with him. I've been watching him a lot at competitions on social media. Really impressed with him. And I will say a close. Um, I think Brent Abercrombie. So he finished seventh last year. He's um, crushing at Fountain Inn. I think he's been working with Brandon O'Connell a little bit. I think Brent's going to do it, man. I think Brent's great. I know he did have a kid, so my hope is that his dad power comes out and he brings it for that kid. Yeah. I think. I will. feel bad because there's a lot of athletes up here that I don't know. And even from, like, fittest, I don't actively we keep, know. Yeah, and, like, the athletes and depths that keep growing. Even, like, so I know we'll talk about dark horses, but freaking Emerson from Potentia, man. Ben Emerson. Like, you guys got more people, like, at Potentia who – People don't even heard of that, like just pop up on the radar and are crushing. Like, they're just like, yeah, from? we're going to go after it. Yeah. And they're just super coachable. And Yeah, I think that's the next question, right? So there's people who we know in the competition world in the upstate who are kind of regulars around the area. Yeah. Um, and then there's people at our gyms who are just super fit, who just never compete, right? Okay, here's my question. Who in the upstate, so we're just narrowing this to the upstate, okay. not the whole state. Okay. Um, if they did enter local competitions or they did do the open and qualified for fittest of the upstate, who do you think would crush it? Who doesn't normally do competitions that we know of? How old is Paulo? Oh, he's 36. Dang it. Yeah. I think he would but crush he would anything crush he would do. Yeah. So here's my Absolutely question. Absolutely amazing. So you asked about age. So yeah, you could have a division at fittest with that but if he qualifies for the elites oh he can uh, yeah i mean we're gonna let anyone who's in master's elite step up and do elite oh, but i think paulo yeah. hands down if he wanted he to wanted, do individually he would he would crush podium it podium yes for sure paulo if you're listening you've got a couple fans this is this is my sh- this is my challenge to paulo right now as one of his very best friends me and paulo go way back um and we have a lot of history I challenge you, Paulo, to really put in the work over the next 50 days. All Ooh. you have to do is do three weeks of the Open. It's three workouts. It's not five weeks. There's no excuses. It's just three weeks. You do every workout and just see what happens. You get to the Masters um, online competition. Age group, yeah. Age group. Go ahead and do that. Yep. Just see what happens. Don't do anything different. Just see what happens. And just see if you qualify for the games. I think you can do it, buddy. Sounds like a good challenge. I really think you yep. can do it. I want you to do it. Everybody wants you to do it. Yes. Just do it. I remember seeing him with Sergio in a competition back in the day down at a CrossFit Proverb. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who he was. I'm like, this he he is movement patterns. Unreal. He has Unreal. type two twitch muscle fibers like no person in the upset. It's like ghee all over again. They're both from Brazil. It's it unreal is how fast they can the get fast under a barbell. Twitch. Fast or fast twitch. Yep. No it's, doubt, dude. For it's sure. It's amazing. Yeah, Paulo, that's your shout out, buddy. And that's your uh, your challenge. So let's do it, man. Is Zach Dark Horse? Uh, but he's not my Zach Dark Horse because oh, okay. I know he's Never good. Never mind. That's my Dark Horse. <laughs> For what? Dark Horse male in the upstate? Mine? Yeah. 
I, I keep saying I want to see JR compete at something local. God, I love that. So I mean, we've talked but about. But is like, he a dark horse though? I mean, I mean he did make it to the games. We all know he would crush it. Dark horse. He does competitions. It's like he did CrossFit games. That is true. That we want to see compete. Yeah. <laughs> this guy right no, here, happen, not Mr. That's, SVL. That's for himself. sure. Ain't gonna happen at Fittest. <laughs> yeah, I'll take those responsibilities. Perfect. We'll, we'll try. Pass. You you compete. Perfect. Let's do it, buddy. We'll pass it off. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, somebody that I know that does not do competitions, at least I hasn't done them in the last couple years, at Crash, Will Humphreys. Great. So I tried to get Will Humphreys to do it last year, and I think it was his wife who's like. Will doesn't do individual competitions. I'm like, but he's amazing. Yeah. Great athlete. Like, he's incredible. I don't know what we have to do to get him to do it. Will, I don't I don't know what we need to do. Increase the prize package. Get you a sponsorship. I don't know. You tell us. Yeah. Wow. Name your price. Yeah, name your <laughs> price, Will. Come on down. That, that would definitely be my male right there who I would say I think he would absolutely crush it. Yep. Agreed. Um, all right. Females. I know mine. I'll I know go, mine, too. I don't. Okay. All right, you go ahead. All right. So for me, uh, Brittany Gunther. Oh, nice. Yes, man. Crazy mom strength. Crazy. Crazy. She's good at CrossFit. She can hurt too. Jonathan tells me she she will hurt in workouts. Mm -hmm. So I would love to see that happen this year. I'm gonna go. I've got a. I've got a tie. Um, Nicole Ambrose out of Crash. Mm -hmm. So Nicole is super coachable. Ex. Just the girl works and she works her butt off. Um, and then, you know, this one, Jordan Stovall. Mm. Um, so Jordan last year, that was her first like individual competition ever came in, did great. And she's been just crushing it lately, man, working on weaknesses. And you know, her just natural athlete, D one athlete. I mean, you put a barbell in her hand, but now you get her gymnastics up to par. She'll, she's going to do something. Man, sure. That's a tough one. I'm in a weird little circle. I'd say Jordan, just because I yep. trained with her previously. Yeah, mm-hmm. I you- would say my wife, but she has no <laughs> desire. To- <laughs> She's like she trains really hard, and she's still yeah. extremely fit. I mean, yeah. she kicks my butt every once in a while. Yeah. But I've seen her over at Crash on Saturday. She is be crushing very it. Fit. But yeah, Jordan, don't you love to like as being a man who's married to a woman much more fitter than you? Just like I'm married to a woman much more fitter than me. Like how quickly they can crush us in workouts. Like I'll feel good for a minute. And then Annie just like blows right by me. Like, all right, cool. This so I don't fun. know if Annie's the same way, but I know if I, if it's a long workout and I'm off any implement or I get two or three reps ahead of it, I am screwed. Yes. Cause she will chase me down. Yep. It's like blood in the water. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. This ain't going to end like this. Yeah. It's scary. She'll, she'll just be smiling on the rower. Yes. Just be like, keep going. And like, and <laughs> she is very self-spoken. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about Casey, but Annie won't talk. Like she's not going to talk junk to you. She will just get ahead of you and just hammer it down even more and just like leave you in the dust and let all her actions speak. No, what Casey does in partner workouts is I'll be the one dying and she'll just be standing there death staring me and be like, pick it up. Like, sorry, honey. (gasps) Okay. Okay. She's like, I've done 90% of this. Uh, You guys are so in love. (laughs) It's good to see you guys in love with your wives. (laughs) All right. Um, one more thing I want to talk about as Wonderful. far as CrossFit. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about. Wait, we're not. <laughs> Did I miss something? <laughs> no, no. Before, before we move on from like CrossFit or yeah. whatever, um, and just talk about life, life, and life. You know what we're gonna do? Resolutions. Okay. No, oh, um, I hate that word. I know. Word. I do too. Me three. Um, well, great. We can just skip that then. <laughs> um, What's your New Year's plans? <laughs> who outside? Obviously, we all. 
believe and know that Jason is going to qualify for a semi this year. Mm-hmm. Are there any other people out of the upstate on the male side that you are very confident could qualify for a semifinal? Well, I need to think about that for a minute. You got to me. On the male side. Thank you. Two semis from, we're just talking the upstate. Just yeah. the upstate, yeah. So based upon I don't I don't know how his health is. Um, I think Sergio can be there. Mm-hmm. Definitely think Mike can be there. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely think Jackson can be there, depending on how it goes. Um, if it's not a crazy strength, I think Zach Strell. Yeah, oh my gosh, Zach Strell, love that kid. Let me man. talk about Zach Strell. Good gosh, <laughs> this guy. That dude. Whew. I I swear he's become a man overnight. Like his chest has gotten huge. <laughs> yeah. His shoulders are huge. He's got abs. It happened in like the last six months. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, right. He's living he's in the gym, man. Right, dude. Yes. Just straight. Yes. Yeah, he is he's, living he is in the gym. A but he's impressive. Dude. And yes. he's very soft spoken and super humble. Yes. Yep. Completely I love agreed. it. Um, but yeah, what about kind of on the same page as him as far as males, Zach? Yeah. And just because, like I said, I'm not super familiar with a lot of the athletes in the area other than like that little circle that we've kind of all trained together. But yeah, that same list for yeah. sure. Yeah. Same for me. I think uh, I'll just repeat it. Mike, for sure. Um, Jackson, if his mind is right. Uh, Sergio, if his health is right. Yep. And uh, I think Zach is going to do really well in the open. We'll see if he breaks. Yeah. I, th- I think he'll do Strell. really well in the open. Strell. Zach yeah, Strell. Zach Strell. yeah. And I, I don't know why I forgot. It's not like surprising, but like Hudson. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think Hudson. I don't know if Hudson anymore. cares as much. I don't think he, he cares. He doesn't, he but he doesn't have to. Like super the, fit. he doesn't yeah. care. And he's, he's like, man, I haven't practiced this and this, and he shows up and does like third. You're like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Hudson. Way to crush <laughs> us all. Well, actually, we all beat Hudson last year in the Open. It's true, you got I saw sick. that on the leaderboard. So yeah, we, yeah. He only did one workout, so we. I guess we're fitter. Uh, there is a. <laughs> I think the kid's name's Drew over there. It's, he's, he's a younger kid, but yeah. I've seen him move with Hudson. Yep. Nice. I don't know if he's super competitive. I know really nothing about him other than yeah. like to watch him move with a barbell in gymnastics, and he is fluid. Like it looks That's good. Awesome. I know who you're talking about. I saw like him Drew on Hudson's Instagram. Ka- I don't. I, hmm. I don't think. That's it. But. And I'm, I'm always excited each year to see like the athletes who you don't know, who you see on the leaderboard. You're like, oh, who's this dude? Because mm-hmm. there's so many of those that we don't know who've been putting in the work behind the scenes, not on social media. And so then you see them come up. You're like. That's awesome. Yeah. That's why I love those dark horses because you're like, oh, I really didn't know about this person. Yeah. You think anybody from the female side in the upstate is going to make a semifinal this year? I, I, oh, I mean, yeah. de- I definitely think Amy, definitely, definitely think Lindsay, Madeline, um, Allison Stahl's been back freaking training her tail off. Would not be well, surprised if she made Madison it. did Madison make elite for Wadapalooza this year? She did, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, she's putting her name out there. Yeah. There's probably a couple more. If I can. Wait, what did you just say? I think Maddie. Um, Maddie, she, Maddie's she, elite? Yeah, or, or RX. Let us check the data. I mean, she's going individual. Check I'm, the data real quick. I thought it was RX, but if it is elite, that's very impressive. I know Sorry, she, was pr- she was pretty <laughs> high in the leaderboard. Yeah. But I'd but. say like those three. Yeah. Hannah Pruitt. And that's that's one thing about Hannah too. I know she took some time off, but Hannah Pruitt, yeah. Hannah Pruitt's awesome. Definitely. Yeah. Um, um, I would love to see, I think Jen Schultz awesome. I've I been trying to. I'm trying so hard Jen to get Schultz on our awesome. team. Man. If you're listening, she's I'm still athlete. recruiting you. Yeah. Jen Did she Schultz say she's athlete. not trying to do team this year? You'll have to have a personal we'll conversation, have a conversation with her. With yeah. my girl. <laughs> Great athlete. Yeah. Yes. She's and a better person. Yes. And her Super. cookies are phenomenal. <laughs> if you ever get a chance for taste her cookies like that she bakes. If you ever honestly, get a Jen Schultz cookie, folks. Yeah, you will it's a game changer. That's cool. Yeah, I think I think I would love to see Lindsay make a semifinal. 
Um, I think the other girls are on the cusp, but I think yeah. Lindsay could. I, she is by far the most, and I told this to her face when she was in here um, for her podcast a couple months ago. Um, to me, I'm the most impressed by her. I think she gets most improved in the last like three years yeah. because seeing her at like her first crash competition, placing in the very bottom, and then doing fittest and just seeing that improvement, sure, and then basically I clump all those upstate girls together. And they they all like you know do all these competitions yeah. as far as Crucible and fittest. She was on top. I mean, yeah. she she beat everybody at Crucible, and she's just and she's got that D one background as yep. far as soccer, and playing ECNL, pretty much her whole life. I mean, she's a phenomenal athlete. So, anyways, I'm gonna have Agreed. Andy and uh, her uh, fiance Andy Wilson and nice. Justin Bell on here in two weeks. So we'll nice. get to talk do this conversation Beautiful. all over again. Um. Well, since we're on that topic, now we have to ask: Who's your CrossFit podium? Dun, dun, dun. Oh gosh! Oh, like the big, the big dogs. Games. Oh, the big, the big, big, the one. big dogs. So, right, I mean, yeah, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I love this guy, and I'm always, I think we talked about this last time I was on here. BKG, I love BKG. He's oh, an OG. Always have, man, and he's and he's consistent. Yeah, all the time. Consistently so, fifth. He, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> consistently not on yeah. the, definitely not on the podium. Yeah. Um, and then I'm, I'm a Fakowski fan. Uh, yeah, me too. I, I like Fakowski, especially when I went to the games this year mm. and just being able to watch him and his body, dude, is ridiculous. Like, you look at Vell and you're like, he looks like he sits on the couch and eats potato chips, but he's awesome. But Fakowski, amazing. I like to see BKG and Fakowski, but I'm sure Medeiros is going to be right up there. Yeah. yeah. I got Medeiros. I, I like Fakowski. Yeah. I can't believe I'm saying this, but... I wouldn't hate seeing Ricky on there. You th- you think he podium man? No, I don't. Oof. But yeah, there's because there's so much fitness right now there, and I just yeah. don't being out of that level of competition. He's hungry. Yeah, yeah. It just he was always different. They was like he was a serious rugby player. Those guys are nuts. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know I hope he does it the right way. And if he does, Absolutely. then good. Then you are in that spot. So you're yeah. saying he is. You're predicting him to get on on the podium. I would. I think it's possible. I mean, he showed up at the bind, took he, second, third. Uh, or, I think it was fourth. He did podium. No third. Excuse me, third. So yeah. the podium, and he's been off for four years. That's still kind so of. So I'm very interested. I know this is we're kind of dragging this out for people who are <laughs> listening. I don't, we'll see if we have anybody that makes it to the end. But for me, I'm very interested to see if the CrossFit Games becomes is programmed more like you know a CrossFit competition, like a semifinal indoors and all that kind of stuff. Now that Dave isn't there and doesn't have all these wild ideas for odd objects and you know all these innovative. Um, Comp, uh, events. Yeah, I wonder if it's going to be more like pure CrossFit style, like we saw Jason, right? Like amazing in the gym, right? Correct. He crushed it at Mac. Like when it's pure CrossFit, yep. undeniably one of the best CrossFitters in the world. Yep. But when it comes to the CrossFit Games and the events that are thrown at you, that odd objects that you don't normally do in the gym, I'm wondering how much of that we see this year without Dave being there. You I know? don't think it skips a beat yeah I, I, so? I no. i hope we still say the same thing we Be- see the same like out of the box stuff because i've talked to a couple friends about it frony and spieler programmed rogue invitation mm-hmm. right, there's yeah. there's not a shortage of creative really well-rounded programmers yeah at a high level so do you think you know dave was the coordinator and the what the ceo of the crossfit games or whatever 
now Justin Berg is, is Justin Berg going to be doing the programming? Do we know this? So I, all I know is that Justin Berg has his own team that and they've programmed semifinals. So Justin has experience in it. Justin has been a huge, huge part of the CrossFit Games leadership. Right. And from the beginning. From Yes. Yeah. He, yeah, he's an OG. So if you don't know Justin Berg, he's he's been there. Um, But I think, like, I would love to see the out-of-the-box stuff. I think it has to stay that mm. way. I would I would love for them to bring in outside sources like, you know, obviously Rich is going to be competing on team, mm-hmm. but, Fraser's you know, not. Fraser's not. Yeah. You know, people like that. Bring Spieler, bring in Fraser. But yep. you got, like, yep. guys like Tommy Hackenbrook. Oh, my gosh, like yes. Kalipa. I mean, yeah. I don't know how involved Kalipa still yeah, is. But, but Hackenbrook, heck yes. But he's still with, like, I think he's with Underdog yep. Athletics, like right. the coach out there. I mean, you got C.J. Martin who's out at, like, there's, There's so many minds. Ben it Bergeron. Would be, it would be yeah. almost like really kind of unique to have like a, a round table hmm. come to the floor and create these events. But all right, my top three for guys is going to be Justin Medeiros, Pat Vellner, and oh man, oh man. Um, I'm going to say with the direction of Matt Fraser. Oh boy, he's going there. I'm going there. I'm going to say uh, my man Jason Hopper. Mm, heard it here first. Gets on the podium. All right. Hop, you got this baby. I got to. No man. pressure. He's my no local pressure, boy. Hop. He's got to, you know. I've got to give him a shout out. Love that guy. I mean, I'll, I'll say one thing, so being able to watch him train several times a week under Fraser, he's a different beast. Yep. He is. I think a very different I beast. think when you have one of the best minds in CrossFit as your tutor, um and that's the thing, you know, it's not that he wasn't a great athlete. He's one of the best athletes. Yep. He just hasn't been in the game. Yep. So when you have somebody coaching you that's been in the game with a plethora of knowledge, um, and now he's a professional athlete, yes, full-time job. Makes, makes a huge difference. I, I don't know. Uh, that's my top three. Yeah. I don't think Ricky's going to beat Jason. I'll tell you that. Be a fun to watch. <laughs> Those two would be fun to watch. I, I, mean, I, I will say with Jason, watching him at Mac, like you compete against these guys that, local stuff like that and then you see him and what he did at mac like really fit dudes were dying and he just walked right off yeah in terms of fitness he's scary fit it's just interesting you know it's funny that you talk about you know leading up to an event how much people um train or don't train or you know kind of um what's the word i'm looking for uh they they train up to the event that they want to and then they try to peak peak exactly sorry that's the word i'm looking for peak like, you know, a lot of these people who are seasoned aren't peaking for semifinals. They're peaking for CrossFit games. So I'm wondering how much that played into it, too. Very much right? so, yes. So it's just interesting, man. I'm super excited for this year. I'm excited for the podcast this year. We've got some cool people coming on. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We've got local real people. Real cool co-host. Yeah, real cool new Real co-host. cool co-host. <laughs> we still have Kevin in the background. He's not completely gone. We love you, Kevin. And um, we obviously have Harrison mm. here, who is the man behind the scenes, um, the soft-spoken tall handsome the soft spoken heartthrob that's right um well, can i ask a question real quick yeah uh so i've been asked this and i just need to confirm will apogee podcast be at fittest 2022 yeah i already confirmed that with jen green okay perfect yeah we're because gonna be we there. had so much great feedback on y'all yeah like yeah we don't know with you but there was so much great feedback on you guys man yeah. the athletes loved it the crowd loved it people tuned in we thought it was great and so we had a ton of people asking us like Hey, are they going to be there? I'm like, I'm pretty sure they're going to be there. Yeah. Um, and now we're expanded, so that's awesome. I yeah, didn't see it in my contract. We'll look it up. <laughs> yeah, we need to rewrite that contract. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. We're we'll planning on being there, and then obviously Apogee Therapy Center is going to be uh, 
a what, sponsor. But so. what if you make it to Masters League you know, for fittest? We'll see, Me? man. No, come <laughs> on, David. He's been he's been a crash now, baby. He's on it. I've got I'll 50, run the show. I've got fifty days to get the cardio going. There Let's get go. it. Let's get it. We can hammer it. Yeah, I'm not worried about the strength. I don't know about the cardio. Perfect. Um. Don't tell JR. JR's going to hear that. Of course, he's going to be like, that's the one thing you should be good at. You go to crash. You work out 40 minutes workouts every single day. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, all right. Yeah. So lots of local people coming on. And we also got some big CrossFit people nice. coming on, too. So it'll be fun. A good mix. And we're going to, like I said, I think with Zach being more local and um, we're going to be able to make it a little bit more consistent this season as well beautiful i so, do work like two minutes from here that's yeah. convenient so, you work i thought you were a model <laughs> <laughs> right that's all i he didn't has say to do. what i did <laughs> <laughs> all right well gordon thanks for coming over man, man. it's always proud. fun having you here love it yeah and uh just honored i got asked again i felt dude, so, I like that was like oh my gosh they want to hear what i have to say again you kicked off season three you Boy, did man. what, what you a did. blessing Woo. it'll be good <laughs> um next weekend we'll be in miami me and zach will be awesome i will be yes um, bringing the podcast stuff down. Um, so we're going to try to get some interviews down there nice. while I'm working if, out while he's working out. It's going to um, be legit. Yeah. So that's awesome. We'll see what happens. Um, but then we'll be back in studio on the 20s, uh, the week after that, whatever that is, it'll <laughs> be fun. All right. We're out of here. We'll talk. <laughs> All right. Y'all heard it here on the Apogee fitness podcast. <laughs>